Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. So what we want to do is cultivate that space where I am that awareness and I'm seeing my thoughts in real time. And then over time, creating a choice in what I do differently, because we, we don't get to just shut those off. We have to learn how to expand that conscious practice so that when I'm hearing that I'm, you know, unworthy or that, you know, my partner not calling me right now means I'm unworthy, I can maybe now give myself an upper, a new choice. Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I have gone back into the Betty library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk. And my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. 
This is our apreski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea chocolate medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate, Melody, you love the best. First thing is to realize that you are ha- we are having, I mean, I don't even know what the number is innumerable thoughts each and every day, most of us from the time we wake up. So the first, and this might sound like simplistic, realize that you are having those thoughts. And that is, so the fact even that you can be aware of your thoughts really illustrates that you are, that there's something else. What is that awareness? Who is gazing upon those thoughts? So first step is to become aware that we are thinking. And so for many of us, that is most, we are most aware of that when we are in, when we are either in silence, sitting, meditating, or even in bed, right? If I am someone who doesn't bring my phone into the bed, or if I put my phone down before I go to bed, those few minutes of silence before I fall off to sleep, right, might be where you get the glimpse of this, this thinking that I'm, so, because Stephanie, I'm always someone, I don't, I don't think I'm not about outsourcing. Don't look to me to, to hear what I say and incorporate it as your truth. I am yeah. all, I want to empower humans to see and feel and, and, and develop and create their own realities and truths themselves. Cause so many of us, again, have had our realities determined for us. So don't believe me, go see, go, go experience your own thoughts. I'm here to er, to suggest that you do so under the assumption that if you're like most other humans, they're there all day long. So first we want to tune into the fact that thoughts are happening and then to question, yeah, okay, if I can see these, quote unquote, hear these, whatever the language is that resonates, that is how we can become more connected to that separation. That doesn't mean though that we are the, I call it the light switch where I get to just say, oh, okay, I get this now and I'm different from my thoughts. So I've now changed my relationship with them. Absolutely not. All the type we, are listening. You can't just, you know, language. <laughs> it's a practice yeah. to do that consistently because it becomes increasingly more difficult. I was looking, I've been looking for every elixir since my family taught me to. We love get, get fixed quick schemes, as I call them in my family. Um, so if anyone was finding a magic elixir or what I call it, my utopian hammock in the sky where I'm just done healing, I will let everyone know. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving 
achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. I have yet to find either of those things and I'm desperately searching. So I totally get it. Um, but we want to, yeah, we want to tune in that we are separate for a lot of us. The fact that we have, we can view upon our thoughts, right. That can give us that distinction. Okay. There's something else that makes us who we are. And again, then we want to be able, we want to build on that practice because it becomes infinitely harder. Like I was saying earlier and the world's here, right. That's why for some of us, as uncomfortable as sitting meditation is, even if it's when I'm laying before I go to sleep or when I first wake up, that's a bit helpful because I'm, when I shut my eyes and I close off the world, it's me and my thoughts. While that might be the most uncomfortable place to be, that's for some of us, that movie screen where we can see this thinking and, and begin to build in that separation. The goal though is, and this is why I believe we have to, we have to expand. So even those of us who have a great meditation practice, if I sit and I meditate in the morning, say every morning, if I go back and I leave my meditation room and I go right back into an autopilot that's, you know, has some habits in it that aren't helping me, mm-hmm. that's what's going to determine the large, the larger majority of my day. So that's why when I talk about consciousness, I talk about living in consciousness. So that the same thing extends to living, right? what I self-observationally, that's what I call it, like learning how to self-observe yourself, whether it's observe yourself in life, in your habits, or observe your internal world. We want to cultivate the ability to do that in real time because our thoughts don't shut off now that they're being seen. Um, they, our ego doesn't get any quieter. It's still very much trying to determine our, or dictate our daily life, our stories about ourselves. right? They all get replicated, meaning we live with them. So what we want to do is cultivate that space where I am that awareness and I'm seeing my thoughts in real time and then over time creating a choice in what I do differently because we, we don't get to just shut those off. We have to learn how to expand that conscious practice so that when I'm hearing that I'm you know, unworthy or that you know, my partner not calling me right now means I'm unworthy, I can maybe now give myself a new choice. I can either hook on that thought and sit there and think about how unworthy I am until I feel or until I strengthen my feeling of being unworthy, or I can begin to practice something new. I might practice a new thought, or I might practice removing my attention from that thought. So it's really in real time um, that that separation, that learning how to be that observer becomes impactful because that's the difference between, like I said, oh, I'm aware. I know my patterns. I know I do this thing every time my partner does this other thing. That's the difference between just being really self-aware who maybe I thought I was for a long time and in creating change in that moment, right? Because to create change in that moment, anticipate that your partner is going to do that same thing again. And that when that happens, you're going to think the same things and feel the same way and want to be compelled to do that same reaction. That's all going to happen. However, if I practice, I can observe all of that as hard as it is in real time. I've created enough space and other tools. Now I might have the opportunity to the next time my partner does that thing Mm. to begin to do something different. 
And that's the difference between, like I said, that self-awareness, that self-knowledge and utilizing consciousness to do something about it, to create the change, to move forward. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet wet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation.